Welcome back. My name is Kimberly Graham. I am your co-host of the Affluent Marriage Podcast. So excited that you guys are here. If you've already listened to part one, hooray for you. We've been talking about building wealth and going through all the different strategies that there are from the various books that we've read. And I'm so excited because this part two is going to blow your mind. We have so many more tips to talk about. So make sure if you haven't gone back to part one, go back now. But if you're here and you're ready for the continuation, buckle up. Let's get ready and welcome back to the show. All right. So number three. Okay. Diversify your income streams. Rachel recommends having multiple income streams to protect yourself from economic downturns Mm -hmm. or other unexpected events. This can include a combination of active and passive income streams. So (laughs) we kind of already talked about this. You know, what are some of the ways that we made money? If you just want to remind people real quick, what are some things that we did to avoid, you know, our downturn? So I'm trying to think if there's any like specific downturn that we had. Um, I don't know. You might, you might have someone off the top of your head because he makes all the notes and he just says, Kim, I just want you to just talk. Um, but I feel like there are some times like, for example, when we created our emergency fund, I'll say this. There right? it is. Okay. That's what you're asking for. Okay. When we created our emergency fund, that is what um, I mean, you might have heard it from Dave Ramsey, but I mean, I feel like every financial guru will say this. You want at least three to six months of expenses. I can't tell you how many times I have people say, wait, but I spend like $4,000 a month and it includes me going out and getting blowouts every week and blah, 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 blah. Like that's not what we're talking. We're talking the stuff that you absolutely need to keep your house running. That's the most important. That times three or times six. So we had a very, very big intact emergency fund. And uh, we also have like other funds that are for different things like going out to eats, entertainment, vacations, the girls, uh, tuition, uh, cars, auto, you know, repairs. So we have a lot of cash just sitting. Um, That's just for stuff that emergencies or things that are just going to happen, routine things. Um, so like last year, I'll be very transparent, was a was a rough year for me, um, even in the midst of investing so much into my coach. Um, I had a really hard mental perspective on my business. And I, I it took me a minute to bounce back like 10 months. <laughs> no, maybe like nine, but <laughs> which is like the same thing. But regardless, it was a really, really rough year. I'm so thankful that my coach was there to kind of guide me through that. And it was worth the investment 100%. But I was not bringing in as much income as I normally would have. Um, And it was taking me longer to get ideal clients. And it was just, I was just having a hard time with my headspace. So in that headspace, I was able to give myself like room to breathe because I was feeling guilty because I wasn't bringing in income as I normally would to my family, to my household. And But over in my household side of things, it was taken care of. We had an emergency fund that could take care of things that, you know, were were missing. My income was not missed. Um, I was able to bring in just a little bit and it was fine. He was able to be like, I encourage you to just focus on what you need to focus on in your business. Everything is going as normal here. There's nothing that you need to freak out about. And that is such a, um, where you're able to actually breathe. And that's the thing that people That's what we really want. Everyone, I think anyone listening to it, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, can agree that what we want is choice in our finances. We want choice to be able to say, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. And you have to build up again, that that flex, all that work we did (laughs) eight years ago, built up to this moment where we were able to say, ooh, this year was not as good as our previous years, but 
we have space to breathe. And that was, I mean, over and over and over again, that was such a beautiful thing. So no, I agree. Yeah. I, when I think about the emergency fund, it, it takes me back just to, to last year. I mean, we had like two months from hello, you know, <laughs> it was wild. We had our refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Stopped oh, that's working, true too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We had our dryer the uh belt snapped mm-hmm. on the dryer we had to uh, fix that and then you watched them fix it and you were like babe we could have done that yeah, and then it did. broke again and we did it we fixed it you broke it again and I but did. we took it apart and we actually fixed it ourselves yeah. that time it's all good um, we but that happened we had the differential in our car mm-hmm. break and I, I know i'm forgetting something but it was like there was like this month or two where it was just back anything to back that to could back go back. bad yeah. would go bad um so that was rough um but having that emergency fund really yeah. protected us from all of that. Um, and when I think about diversifying our income streams, right, we have like our main gig, but as long as you have mm-hmm. other ways also of generate, it's like one, one thing, like you said, your business didn't have the greatest nine months. We had other income mm-hmm. that helps supported, yeah. you know, that financial hardship during that time. And we still invested. Like that didn't stop. Like, I think a lot of people will stop doing that. They'll be like, oh, well, you know, I have to dip into my emergency fund, which is my investments, my 401k, you know, we don't, we want to keep as many like guardrails away from building our like generational nest egg as possible, as possible. So that was still able to happen. And that was, again, like when you count all the blessings, like, okay, we still were able to do this. We're still able to do this. Okay. This is not as bad as I think it is. I'm just not operating at my normal, like 110%. And I just have to give myself the space to heal in whatever capacity that I need to heal mentally. Um, and then, yeah, when all of those things happen, it was seemed like back to back to back to back to back. That's normally when people are like, oh, this is over. I can't do it. The world is ending. And I'm like, no, we were able to handle it all with ease and just be like, yeah, this sucks, but it's all good. Let's just keep on going, you know? So, yeah. So we're moving on to investing in assets. So this is Rachel's fourth piece of advice. Rachel advises investing in assets like real estate, stocks, and other income generating investments. This can help your money grow over time and generate more passive income. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back to this because we're okay. gonna talk about investments a little bit later, but I wanted you to hear it. Um, but we're gonna talk about this more when we talk about passive income. Okay. All right, so last step, last tip for building wealth is building a team. And this is more so for like those entrepreneurs who have started their own business, right? It's different for people who have a ceiling and people Mm -hmm. who don't um, Mm -hmm. build a team. Rachel stresses the importance of building a team to help you grow your business and build wealth. Mm -hmm. This can include hiring employees, contractors, and outsourcing tasks to free up your time to focus on higher value activities. My favorite part about this part where she talks about building a team is there's a portion of the book where she references people who have drivers. And she's like, why do you think people have drivers? Is it to be you know, flashy and say, oh, I have a driver. And then she was like, no, that you know what they're doing in the backseat? They're calling people, they're networking, they're taking Zoom calls, they're calling, you know, people, they're break they're making deals, like they're they're coming up with their next idea. They're working in those back seats or whatever. They're not just like out there just like, you know, you think at home alone with a big cheese pizza and like <laughs> and some ice cream sundaes, right? They're actually working. Um, and that was something that I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like hiring a team is like pivotal to making sure that you can be in your zone of genius at all times. That's why these people who are, you know, 
up there doing the tech businesses or whatever you want to call them, like they have all these people doing their bidding for them so that they can be completely focused on their zone of genius. Um, and they surround themselves around people who are geniuses and other you know, facets of business or whatever so that they can kind of outsource those tasks. Yeah, um, I do think people see that outsourcing is like laziness and they're yeah. like, oh, you just want to sit around your house while someone cleans it or you want mm -hmm. someone to do your laundry for you. You want someone to drive you like, oh. See, I feel like that's just also a Western culture thing. I feel like if you go to different countries, they would welcome that. Like even with child rearing, that's not something, it's 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 so Western that we have to be home with our kids and like not have any other support. It's actually more of a cultural thing, like in different cultures that there will be people in the village that come around them, support them, help mom. There, I mean, there's wet nurses for goodness sake. You know how hard breastfeeding is, right? right. And like, you can bring your kid to somebody else and go, Look, I can't do the shift. Can you do it? Like imagine, right? And, and for those listening, when she said, you know how hard breastfeeding is, and I said, right, it's not because I, that's something I've done. It's because <laughs> I've saw seen me. it in action. He I saw, saw me the struggle have was struggle. real. I saw that. You know, struggle. So I, I just feel like, you know, that's such a Western, you talk about like last. It's wild to think that the okay. expectation is that you have to do it all yeah. yourself. Yeah. Like to think about that, like you have to do everything on your own. Otherwise you're looked down upon. That's just. That makes no sense to me. That's just dumb. That's if, just dumb. If you need help, ask for help. Yeah. Ask and that help. applies to anything in mm -hmm. life. Yeah. You should not have to do anything by yourself. No. No, you shouldn't. And and so that goes back to the investing in yourself, right? Investing in yourself sometimes means investing in someone to support you in times when you know that you are incapable, you are at your wit's end. So having a hiring or service to come bring your groceries is not laziness. If it helps you have more time to rest, because that's what you need. Hiring a, someone to come clean your house quarterly or every other week is not laziness. If it allows you to have more time to play with your kids and it allows you more time to build that business, whatever it is that you're using that time for, like it's you being flexible and understanding like this is how I'm building my own version of my my wealth of my lifestyle and it doesn't have to be all the time right even if like you said quarterly you have someone right. got clean out your house once every every quarter mm -hmm. or you know you have someone do your laundry once a month or mm -hmm. you have someone whatever it is like it doesn't have to be every single time right right um yeah i know i can we got off on a tangent there but I, yeah but i, I, I like completely agree with what you're saying um and i think beyond i'll say this because i talked about it's more for entrepreneurs but we're going to talk about this in um, our six, like six part of our series where okay. it's important to have people surround you mm -hmm. no matter what your job is. Cause I had a friend who has a ceiling on his income, but I was able, and his friends were able to come alongside him and talk about, man, you need to go seek a promotion Yeah, because you've been doing this job for a while and they are highly dependent on you. Like you need to talk to them. Yeah. And he was able to talk to his boss and ask for promotion and he got it. Yeah. Right. So he had a team mm -hmm. that was on his side. We were more like the friends or the cheerleaders in that stance. Yeah. Um, but it's important to have coaches and mentors and people like that too, yeah. no matter you're a business owner or to see the to see the not. good in you, to see the potential in you, for sure. So again, uh I, I need to point out here before we move on to our next part of this, you know, mm -hmm. little quip here. <laughs> I told you we're gonna get excited about this episode. I know. Remember, building wealth is long term. Yes. It's for the long term. It's the long run. It's a slow process that requires discipline, mm -hmm. persistence, and 
patience. Please don't come on this and think, oh, I'm going to learn how to get rich quick. There is no such thing. No. No such thing. Unless you win the lottery, but chances Even that, you, no such thing. Because you, you don't know, have the habits to hold on to that cash. A lot cash. of those people go broke, by the way. You don't have the habits to hold on to those cash. Like, you don't even have the habits to hold on to what you currently have. How Ouch. are you going to have habits? To, I'm sorry. Don't How are you going to have habits? I liked it. Gram it. <laughs> Gram it. How are you going to have habits to hold on to multi-million dollars coming into your hand when you can't even hold on to the $10,000 that just came through your hands in the last quarter? That's That's, I feel like, you know, like, that's just... No, that's idiotic to me. It's wild. It is. It, I, it is. Hey, this is Kim Graham from the Affluent Marriage Podcast. We hope you're enjoying what you're listening to so far. But if you're thinking to yourself, man, I wish I knew more about what's going on in Kim and Dan's world. I want to ask some specific questions and be able to get extra resources. Well, you might want to think about joining the Graham fam. Now, I know I love exclusive content and I love having more of Kim in my life. And if that's something you're interested in, you can be a subscriber and you can get exclusive episodes that no one else is going to hear that's going to help you build generational wealth and have more authentic two-way communication. Links are down in the show description. You'll be able to click and see more information about GramFam and we hope to see you behind the scenes. Have a great one and let's get back to the show. All right. It's a long Let's game. bring it back. Okay. So <laughs> to remind everyone what we're talking about today. Uh, this is our second takeaway from the book, We Should All Be Millionaires. Rachel says, building wealth is about creating multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. including passive income from investments and assets. We've talked a little bit about um, how to build wealth, how Rachel thinks we should be build wealth, mm-hmm. um, what multiple streams of income looks like. So we're going to talk a little bit about passive income from investments and assets. Okay. All right. Creating passive income. So here are some things that Rachel talks about, mm-hmm. the ways that she has created passive income. Um, and then we'll kind of talk about what we're doing and what we're trying to do. Okay. So something it. that she's done is she has created digital products. This is one way that she tries to create uh, passive income. She suggests yeah. creating digital products like eBooks, online courses, and templates that can be sold online. Once that product is created, it can generate passive income for years to come. So this is just an idea for people out there like, man, what are some ways for me to generate mm-hmm. passive income? Because all I can think of off the top of my head is like rental properties and stocks. Like what else is out there? And this <laughs> yeah. is it, right? This, this is, is it. another yeah. idea to how to, you can use your millionaire flex mm-hmm. to generate passive income. So you love designing on Canva or on whatever Procreate on your whatever iPad. This is a great opportunity, right? Like this is a good place for you to start your, you know, building of income. Here's the thing that I noticed that, and you're going to notice for all of these that I'm looking at, that you're going to notice that, yeah, it seems like, yeah, you just create the digital product, you put it out there and it can generate wealth, but there's one part missing in there. It requires work. It requires marketing. It requires consistency. It requires you showing up even when you feel like you don't want to, when you're tired, when it's 10 o'clock at night and you're like, um, yeah, like it requires like consistency so that people can see you as that brand. It might not be something that happens instantaneously. It's market research, finding out what your audience is actually looking for. So these are the things that in all of these things that are not mentioned, but are very much a pivotal part in you being success because you have to put yourself out there, release the idea of feeling salesy or everyone's going to know me as the person who does that good. If they know that you're the person who does that, they'll come looking for you when they need this, you know, this, you know, digital product or whatever. So it's, 
that's the one part that I notice in all of Absolutely. these things that we don't put. And that you reminded me of there. something uh, from Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, and it might even have been from that book. It might have been from another book, but it talks about the author Robert Kiyosaki, and he has a quote that he says. He says that he is not known for being, and he doesn't think he is either. True. He's yeah, not yeah. known for being the best writing author. That's not what he's known for. He would even say, he's like, I'm not the best writing author of all time mm-hmm. or whatever, but he is known for being the best selling True. author. Yep. Right? It's not about what you write, right? You could have the greatest thing written in the entire yeah. planet, but if nobody knows about it, it's not gonna, you're not going to sell exactly. anything. It doesn't matter how good it is, mm-hmm. right? You have to promote yourself. Yeah. You have to market yourself. Yeah. And that's a hard, that's the mindset part, right? So I'm, if you are listening and you're like nodding, listen, I've been there. That's the reason why I hired the coaches that I hired, because I know that I know this stuff. I know that I know how to help, but I don't know how to sell or now I do, but I did not know how to sell, how to put myself out there. I had to get over the mindset of like, I need to put myself out there and I'm worthy of charging what I charge. That is a totally different thing that you have to you have to know you have to cultivate that in yourself so give yourself patience with that all right another way that you can generate passive income this might apply to you it might not but something to be aware of Mm -hmm. is affiliate marketing Mm -hmm. so rachel recommends promoting products or services that align with your brand and values to your audience Mm -hmm. by including affiliate links you can earn a commission on any sales made through those links Fun fact, focus on um, if you are, I mean, I think male and female can do this. UGC creators are, are new. So they're user generated content. And that's a new thing that I've seen on social. And so basically it doesn't require you to have an audience, but you do need to have, you know, ability to use a phone <laughs> or some type of camera to, you know, film devices or to, to film whatever, you know, product that you're looking at. And then what happens is you're able to use that and companies will purchase that because it's coming from a real person as opposed to an actor or actress. They're trying to find something that's a little bit more personable to their audience and they will pay you for that. So there's so many, I'm telling you, infinite amount of ways to use something like affiliate marketing. That's just one example, but I could go down a a rabbit hole just from that right there because there's so much out there. So stop limiting yourself to, I can't Mm. like all these like blocks that you're putting up for yourself. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop. Just stop. Get some help. Get some help. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) go on YouTube. (laughs) We said digital products. We said affiliate marketing. Another way that you can generate some passive income for yourself is membership sites. Mm -hmm. So Rachel suggests creating a membership site where subscribers pay a monthly fee for access to exclusive content or services. Mm -hmm. This can generate a steady stream of passive income over time. Overtime emphasis on overtime. Always overtime, right? None of these things are like, (laughs) oh man, I'm gonna have so much right now. Mm -mm. Uh, But if this is something that applies to you, that is certainly an avenue that you can pursue to make passive income, Mm -hmm. all right? Licensing intellectual property. So if you have any intellectual property like patents or trademarks, you can license them to other businesses for a fee. This can generate passive income again uh, without much effort on your part. Um, That's interesting. Something else that you can put on there is like books, songs, anything that you could get, you know, royalties for. I have a fun story about that one. Tell me about that one. Okay. So do you know, okay, this is going to tell a little bit about us and what we watch. Um, So we love watching like Love is Blind, Selling Sunset, 
those like true trashy drama shows, okay? And they always have really stupid songs in between the the, the thing that always talks very specifically about yes, what's I happening. Yes, I love where you're going with this. Yes, like I'm wearing high heels and I'm a bad bee, you know, type of thing, right? Those types of songs, right? And it has like this really great, like, anyway. So on TikTok, the girl actually who made this was like, I made this song, I made this song, I made this song. And they use it in other of these, like this genre. And she's like, yeah, they tell me what's happening in the scene. And I just like make the song. And it's the most idiotic eight seconds of a song. Um, but she gets paid bank. And I'm like. To write songs that she knows and admits like this is just trash. So trash. But I'm like here I love for it. it. I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> Right, because you're watching, you're like, wow, that song really aligned with what's happening in this segment like, right now. That is, or you laugh How did they at it. Find yeah. this perfect piece, or you laugh at it because you're like, wait, wait, did she just put on lip gloss? And then the the song literally says, "I'm putting on my lip gloss," and I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> How does that? Okay, <laughs> like, that is the dumbest song ever. Intellectual property, exactly. Lastly, real estate investing, which is something we're looking to get into this summer, coming yep. to a summer near you, coming to a summer near you. So she also is a big proponent of real estate investment, which mm -hmm. can generate passive income through the rental properties or even flipping houses or investing in real estate it's investment trusts. So right. I think what I need to say here is flipping houses is something that's really like caught fire, I feel like. And mm -hmm. a lot of people were trying to do that. Some are very successful. Some are not. Some are not. You need to do what your millionaire flex is. You need to do what you're passionate about. Just because you see other people flipping houses doesn't mean you know how to flip a house. No. Could we flip a house? No. The answer is no. I have no handyman skills and neither does he. Just kidding. You could put a nail in the I can wall. make uh, animal balloons. <laughs> I can make, you know, you can. <laughs> animals. But do you know what we can do? I have no problem putting a listing up on a website and I have no problem, you know, purchasing properties that are already like, you know, somewhat done. Like that, ah, that's fine with me. That's the part of real estate I'm fine sipping my, you know, stepping my foot into. <laughs> right. So what we're, what we've done basically is we've taken our home that we've lived in and we are paying off 23 years early. And now that it's pretty much done, we're going to put it on the rental market and, mm -hmm. We're going to live somewhere else and let this generate income. So yep. it was a less risky way. Less risky. We don't, we're, we're kind of risk adverse. We don't, we are we don't really very conservative we when are. it comes to our risk. There's our risk, probably, our, uh, sorry, our, our motto, I feel like is turtle speed or turtle power. Yes, like turtle we are power. definitely all about going slow. Yes. Go slow, go slow to, go, to fast. go fast. Ooh, <laughs> high five. We said that all the Well, it's okay. Go down to the next one. Uh, when we were in grad school, there was Don't a teacher. Yell at me. I'm not, there was a. We had a grad school teacher that told us to go slow to go fast, and we were like, "What? What does that even mean?" You know, being like such cheeky uh, people. But now we find ourselves saying that, and we understand the process. Go slow to go fast. Yeah. No. Um, and like we were saying before, I, you know, this is, we already said this, but like it needs to align whatever mm -hmm. your passion and your interest is, it needs to align with that. Um, don't jump into something that you are not passionate about because it's just not going to go well for you. Right. Uh, I think it's also important to note that anything that is going to generate passive income is going to require some upfront effort yeah. and investment. Yeah. Right. None of these things are like, I'm going to go grab a house and run it out. Mm -hmm. Like, there's going to be some work that is involved with that. Or I'm going to go get a house and flip it. Like there's going to be work. Involved. There's going to be loss before you get to the gain, you right. know, 
same thing with investing and coaching and all that stuff. There's going to be loss. There's that initial like investment into yourself that's going to be like, what the heck did I just do? But then there's a gain that comes afterwards and you have to stick around to find out what that gain is. If you give up and you're not going to see it. <laughs> right. All the, all the quotes from books are coming to me tonight. Every master was once a disaster. Oh my gosh. Right? Just, He's just a book of quotes. I just, I, I read. So, okay. So <laughs> I know we're going to wrap up cause I know this is one of are our we? longer episodes and I, I want to make sure that we have so much, so much stuff that we want to share. Um, but I do want to say this, right. So in that year of us, like of me and my like mindset or whatever, Last year, the beauty of what that year brought is not only were we able to give space to be like him, take your time, do what you got to do, but it brought us the opportunity to read. We read so many books in the space of like where my headspace was just not there. I was like, I need to read more then. So I read so much of the Bible. I also read so much of all these different books, like the one we're talking about today. And like we read Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, we Everyday Millionaire. We have notes. Like we have quotes. We have eight months. so much that happened from that valley situation. And I just feel like that's another version of what it looks like to invest in yourself is like right. harboring on, onto it. And now we're regurgitating it out for you. <laughs> so the last little segment here before we get into everything is going to okay. be investments. Oh, geez. I know. I know. But we just have so much to say. We, we, okay. need, we need to say it. All you right. Know? Just, Rapid fire. No, just, you know, hunker down. All right. Get ready for a good time. Buckle up. <laughs> no. All right. So just real quick, just a few things here. This is kind of just from our perspective. So we'll go through this kind of rapid fire here. Uh, you know, one investment that people look at is stocks. Uh, there are different types of stocks. We're not going to jump into them all. And fun fact, you know, just thing to note, like everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Kimberly and I are not financial advisors no, we're not. in that regard. That doesn't mean we don't know about stocks and mm -hmm bonds and mutual funds and all of that but it's it's not our passion and i would tell you this, we outsource for that we outsource we have team members right who come in and help us and educate us on the best ways for us to invest our money but that's not the place that we're going to be super risky we already said we're very <laughs> risk averse so that place is like where we're like okay just tell us what to do we'll do it educate us all that stuff but i'll tell you what i do know from reading all right morgan housel is the author of the psychology of money and such in 20 book. such a great book in 2019 a lot of people played the stock market mm -hmm. single stocks mm -hmm. right the stock market is hard to beat yes it's like that for a reason because if it was easy right everyone, everyone would just be, be winning with money yeah the amount of people that lost investing in the stock market in 2019 was 85 percent of people that's insane who invested lost money wow that's that's insane. so when you're thinking about investing you're like i'm gonna get rich quick i'm gonna put some money in some apple stock or i'm gonna yeah. put some money in some like remember 85 percent of people lost and there are people that do this for a living, yeah. right? Like and they this lose. is their job for a living yeah. and they lost, mm -hmm. right? Only 15% of people actually made money off the stock market. And I didn't look into further research, but that 15%, like someone might've made a dollar more. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. You someone don't know. Someone might've made bank more. You don't know, right? You don't know. But that is but very- But it's a risk. It's a risk. Investing in single stock, right? There are safer ways to, to mm -hmm. you know, invest- but for sure, like single stock, like if you win, like mm -hmm. it, you're going to win. Yeah. Like it's it's going to do great. For but, sure. But that's a very small percentage. But that's a risk. With everything, there's a risk. Yeah. Right? Uh, 
let's see other ways to invest. You can invest in real estate or rentals. We're doing that this summer. We talked mm-hmm. about that. Um, some investments uh, can help minimize taxes. Mm-hmm. So this is a good way to minimize taxes. A few to mention are Roth IRAs, and I won't say all this extra detail. I have a little bit written down here in my notes about. You know what? Maybe we can put that in the show notes, or like create a little document for some people if they yeah, want to kind of help you notes. out. It uh, talks about Roth IRAs and why they help minimize taxes. Some of the things that it does mm-hmm. with the tax-free re- withdrawals, or you can tap into contributions without penalty. Uh, don't hear that and just accept that there are notes that go with that. It's just a little tidbit, but mm-hmm, there are mm-hmm. like ways that you can tap into that without penalty. It's not just at any point in time. Doesn't mean you should do it though. Doesn't mean you should do it. I have a Highly quote here from another book about why you shouldn't, but you should never. Yeah. Uh, 529 mm-hmm. is another great place to invest for your children's college education. Mm-hmm. Those grow tax deferred. Yep. We can talk about that more later. HSAs or on like another podcast, we can talk about this yes. savings uh, accounts. They are triple advantaged. We can tell you about those triple advantages later. Yep. All right. So many good things, guys. So, there's so there's so many different ways to build wealth to talk about. There's so many ways to <laughs> yeah. build wealth. It's crazy. It's crazy. But but I think I think here's I know I see your your CTA right. Here's the deal. There are so many ways to build wealth. We just this is over an hour. So many ways to build wealth. The one thing that's stopping you from making a decision is one probably the, your lack of understanding of your current financial situation right? So that's the first thing that's stopping you. And feeling safe in your current financial situation. You don't have savings, you have debt up the wazoo, whatever. These things are stopping you from even giving these things a chance. So once you have that down, then it's so much easier for you to say, okay, now I'm standing at the precipice of like, all of these options. And now I can hire someone to educate me, hire someone to help me build this business or whatever, to kind of get to the next step of where I need to do what I need to do specifically for me to build my wealth. And then you have freedom to actually like play around with these options. But if you don't have that first part down, it's going to be really hard. This is going to feel super overwhelming to you. Exactly. Yeah. But this podcast is for people that are crazy about building crazy generational wealth. So you're going to be good. So we're talking to the crazy right now. We're talking right? to the crazy. So you're going to be just fine. We're not talking to the broke ass Jeeves. Right? We're not talking. <laughs> he was so excited to bring that one out. We're not talking to those people. Right? He said that earlier. But they can learn from us. Yeah. They can learn from us. But yeah. you know, that's not our target audience. Yeah. We're, we're crazy. We're crazy. And we're talking to the crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. So we will talk more about assets and liabilities next time. But for right now, the call to action for this show is what is your money flex? What do you have to your advantage that you can use to get ahead? Mm-hmm. We want you to think about that. And one more thing that we're going to add to our ar- affluent archive and our little uh, thing that we're pulling for our database today is play to your advantages. Play to your advantages. Everyone has a flex. Everyone has something that they can leverage. Everyone does. So use it. So make a list, write down what are your skills, your passions, what are your advantages and play to your advantages. Mm -hmm. And that's how you win with money. That's how you build crazy wealth. Mm -hmm. Play to your advantages, play to your strengths. Don't do what you don't know. That's how you go broke. Yep. Play to your advantages. Make sure you know what's happening with your money. Manage it well. Guys, we have a lot to say. We We have so many themes and topics that I have written out here. We have a lot of knowledge. We've read a lot of books. We have a lot of life skills. We've 
been through a lot and we're doing a lot and we want to share it with you and help you build generational wealth just Mm -hmm. like we are stick with us the next episode we're going to be recording on wednesday Mm -hmm. and i can't wait to drop all these for you guys so you guys can just learn so much with us yeah i'm so excited that you guys are here i hope that you guys stuck buckled in for the ride um make sure that you give a comment if you're watching youtube or if you're watching listening on spotify drop us a message um you can actually email us at hello at the affluent marriage dot com com. It's a new website. It's a new uh, email. But drop us an email there. We'd love to hear your insights. Was this good for you? Did this help you? What was your millionaire or money flex that you're going to actually use um, You know, as you're starting to figure this out for yourself? Yeah, follow us on Instagram, KG Millionaire Coach or The Affluent Marriage. Pod. Pod. New Instagram. We're, we're learning we're all learning the things. We're learning it all. You know, we're memorizing <laughs> this stuff. Love you guys. Have a wonderful day. All right, guys. Bye. See you guys.